Welcome to the Cosmic Business Podcast. I'm Paula Crossfield, a Vedic astrologer, business coach, and CEO of Weave Your Bliss, a company with the goal to help a million spirit-led entrepreneurs build a cosmic business around their genius so that they can earn wildly well and bankroll the change they want to see in the world. A cosmic business is a new paradigm business that believes in collaboration over competition, building a business around your unique genius, aligning to the planets and your intuition, leading with your values, putting your health and the health of the planet first, treating people fairly and building giving into your business model. Sounds fabulous, right? On this show, I will take you behind the scenes of my thriving multi-six-figure business, including strategy on closing more sales, nurturing your community online, plus astrological insights to optimize your business and life. We'll also feature conversations with spirit-led business owners, creatives, and change makers to inspire you. I'm coming to you from our regenerative farm in rural Maine, my happy place, where we are currently creating space to welcome community for retreat and earth reconnection. Let's jump into the conversation. I'm Paula. Welcome. If you're new, so happy to have you here. I thought this week I would talk about how I plan in my business because I think it's kind of unique. And it might offer you a new perspective. And it's something that kind of is the cornerstone of how I build my cosmic business. So a business that has spaciousness and health at the center that's really about valuing my collaborators and their time. It's about connecting to something greater, in my case, using Vedic astrology. All of those things are kind of embedded in this planning process. So I felt like that would be an important thing to share that maybe could shed light on a new way you can start thinking about planning in your own business. So I'm going to share a little bit more about that in a second. But before we jump in, I want to make sure that you know that the Cosmic Business Incubator, which is my eight-week accelerator for spirit-led businesses looking to create a profitable business with a purpose-based offering, create a marketing plan for your uniqueness and how you want to be selling and also getting a deeper understanding of your cosmic blueprint and the timing coming up for you only has a few spots left for the upcoming May cohort. We actually kick off on April 25th with an orientation call. Strategy calls begin on May 2nd. This is a way to really supercharge your business in two months. So you can find out more about the program and book a call with me to connect at the link in the show notes. So. As your business grows and as my business has grown, I've realized that planning out things in advance is really key to getting things done in a sustainable way. I have flown by the seat of my pants and many on many occasions in my business, but planning allows me to really respect those who are helping me while also making sure that I have a consistent income, which is what the purpose of the business is. To really be called a business, we have to come up with ways, systems, structures, ways of offering things that create that consistent income. So right now, I'm planning at 6 months out. That's kind of my rule of thumb. That's what I guide my clients to start to think about. This allows you to make preparations thoroughly and to not feel rushed in what you're doing. Okay, so as I say that, I'm like, of course, sometimes I have ideas and I run with them. 
as I did just this past January, I knew I would be selling my cosmic cash flow course in February, which is all about helping you work on the mindset stuff and any issues blocking you in your money karma. People are calling it the money karma remediation or heal money karma course. So I may just even rebrand it in the future, but this is my course that allows you to like get really close to your numbers, know what you should be making, be tracking things, work on mindset issues and to develop a practice around money and even a spiritual practice around money. So it's a powerful course. And I had this idea to upsell to have money karma analyses with me. And so I was going to sell that all in February. And I decided, why not just sell the money karma analysis analyses first? And then I created a sales page and started selling those with the idea that they would get access to the course when it became available. So this is, you know, this was an experiment that actually went really well. And all I needed was systems like forms. The info went into spreadsheets. So the additional work was pretty minimal. And so I felt like I could kind of do that quickly and have my assistant help me make that happen within that same day. So planning is essential though to create the structure that allows me to do this kind of improvising. So I want to kind of break down what that looks like because it really starts with the foundation of astrology, which is, you know, my kind of North Star, Vedic astrology in particular, for understanding how I'm situated in the cosmos and in time. So in both space and time. And I take that information and then get into some other layers of planning that I'm going to share here. But so the first, very first thing that I do every October, I take a week to review the astrology of the upcoming year in detail. So I literally go day by day. I locate the major auspicious holidays. I follow a lot of the holidays in the Indian calendar, which are tied to the moon, most of them. I look at the new and full moons, their lunar constellation placement. I look at inauspicious moments like eclipses to kind of see what else is going on planetarily. I look at times of retrograde and times when planets are strong and weak. And then I go through after I've marked all those details, I then go through the days one by one to look at the combinations of factors and identify my personal choices for general auspicious days for launching and selling. And then also days that I recommend laying low. So these are like my personal choices based on all that other information. As some of you may know, I then turn this into my annual astrology guidebook, which you can still purchase. It's available at the link in the show notes. 100% of the profits go to underprivileged children at a school in Varanasi, India and to the Indigenous Environmental Network. So that is something that's available to everyone. But the reason it started was because I wanted to know what the upcoming year was going to look like. And so this is the backdrop from which all decisions are made. I want to know when the ancestor fortnight is, for example, because it's based on the moon. It's always around August or September, but I don't want to be selling during that time. So this is an important piece of information that I want to see. Like every year I see people selling during the ancestor fortnight, which is a period of intense ancestor worship. So people looking backward at what was and trying to appease energies that are not productive from the past and heal ancestral lines. And it's the very beginning of 
the flow of the holiday season in India, which is very intentional. So we go from the ancestors to worshiping Ganesha because he's the remover of obstacles. Then we go to the Davy fortnight and there's other holidays we sort of are building upon over this period of time to build energy. So it doesn't become auspicious until we've done that process really. In, in theory, the very least auspicious time would be the ancestor fortnight. So you've probably heard me talk about that on past podcasts. I don't need to go into that so much here. But when I see people selling at that time, which is so inauspicious, I'm like, Oh my gosh, these people need an astrologer. <laughs> so there are periods like this that I avoid completely. And that's kind of the backdrop. So then I'm looking at the retreats that I'm going to be taking in the year. And this is really important because spaciousness is so such a huge value for me taking those times away from my computer, where I'm going to be doing spiritual practice, where I'm going to be in community, where I'm going to be with my very valued teachers. That's priority for me. And, you know, retreat is not just about spiritual practice. It's also about taking time for rest and rejuvenation. This past January, I went to India for three weeks to get Panchakarma treatments. It's that same principle so that I can prioritize my health so that I can really take space away from the kind of day to day stuff that I do in my business that actually gives me personal power and personal juice from which to be able to run my business effectively. So I actually plan those things in first. Sometimes I don't have a choice of planning those around the astrology. There may be like a teacher that has course or there may be a ceremony that I know I take part in every year. And I go ahead and I mark those in my calendar for the upcoming year. So that's even beyond six months. Sometimes I just go ahead and mark those things in. And then I even look at spaces in between retreats. And I think to myself, like, am I going to need some downtime? Look, especially I'll go back and review after I go ahead and put in the launches, the things I'll be selling, the projects I'll be working on. Then I may go back in and say, do I need to plan in a rest period? For example, after the Cosmic Business Salon, the summit that I completed in March, I had planned a week of retreat. I actually planned the summit around a retreat. So the retreat had already been planned and I decided to run the summit two weeks before the retreat so that it would be over and I could do my due diligence the week before I left. And then I would leave and and it would be off my plate. I would be done with that intense kind of project that I've been working on for four and a half months. And then I would get to go on a retreat. This is important for us to, to know how we're going to rejuvenate our energy when we're doing these kind of intense sprints in our business. So I go ahead and mark those in my calendar as downtime or, you know, time off. And this could also be vacation. So if you're not going on retreat or, you know, wanting to take time off to do spiritual practice or something like that, it could be that you're going to go sit on the beach for a week, like whatever rejuvenation looks like for you. But I mark those things in first. And then I look at the spaces in between when there's a time for that and make sure that I have enough space built in. I usually look at the astrology to see if there's an auspicious time or even a lay low time when spiritual practice would be good to do. And and in those in between spaces, that's where I'm kind of looking to dial in like, okay, here's a day, here's two days, here's a long weekend, here's a week that I can use to kind of rejuvenate in whatever way feels right. And that may be again, laying on the beat. Okay, so this year, for example, October is looking pretty intense astrologically. And I think I talked about this in a podcast earlier in the year, but 
you can see that as well in my astrology guidebook. I had a really hard time finding any auspicious days in that month. So I'm holding space for time off and time to rest and kind of stay away from the intensity for some time. So that's just an example. So booking the space into my calendar for time off is a powerful gesture. It basically says that I trust things will not fall apart in my business if I take this time off. It also says that I value this time going inward as a way to recalibrate and build my potency in my work. And it values my health and my mental and physical well-being. It says I am not willing to work myself to exhaustion even for my own vision. So it's really powerful to create space. And I don't just do this in a retreat format. I also do it on a weekly basis, on a daily basis. And what that looks like is booking in plenty of time in between scheduled activities, like not going from one Zoom call to the next immediately, like getting up and moving my body, stretching, going and making a cup of tea, playing with my dog. And I also take most Fridays off. If I am not in a crunch, I will take Friday off from the computer and even go get body work if I can. That's my favorite thing to do to kind of rejuvenate myself at the end of the week. And I look forward to it. So it's super motivating. The astrological context comes first, and then the space. But also I have these kind of dates with myself on Fridays. And during the day itself, I really try to work only between 10 and 4. And I take time in between my major sessions with clients projects that I'm working on, administrative duties that I'm doing, etc. So I should say too, that there is general astrological context, and then there is personal context. And that personal context takes into consideration your own birth chart and planetary activations, as sometimes those general timings may not be the best times for you, or certain generally auspicious times should be considered more important for you. So I look at this in the context of my chart as well and start to think about that with my launches. And I help my clients do this as well. So for example, a full moon on your birth moon that is not an eclipse is generally more auspicious for you, especially if you are in a moon period, meaning your moon is activated. So I said moon a lot there, but basically, you know, when the moon is full, when your moon is activated and it's not an eclipse, that's going to be a great time for you to be putting yourself out there, launching, being visible, et cetera, signing contracts, making major purchases, all of those things. And of course, there's other factors. I'm not looking at your chart, but I'm just giving a general kind of example of where that would come into play. So when I'm thinking about my launches or offerings, Um, And my main sales periods, I consider first what is convenient as far as the calendar. This is important too. So December 25th might be a super auspicious day, but it's not a time when most people are paying attention. Now, you could argue that on December 26th, they are. And that launching or starting anything is about the first moment being an auspicious one. So even if you started on December 25th, it could set a good trajectory. And I may do that. But generally speaking, I like to be off that last day of the year. And same for the middle of the summer when I usually go offline for two weeks to do a ceremony. So that's already blocked out in our calendar. August is usually a time when people take off. So it's not going to be a very effective time to sell. So there are some blackout periods that I just take into consideration when I'm planning. Then I look at the generally auspicious periods and pick a few windows, thinking about my chart as I do. and then. There's even a more specific way to find auspicious timing, which is called muhorta. And this is a very highly skilled 
way of looking at time. There's only a few people in the world that I would say are really, really skilled at doing this. This is what kings used to hire astrologers to do. And there are so many different factors. So this is another level. This is where you're finding a time down to the minute maybe even the second, where you want to start an activity for the most potency. So that's something that I may look into myself or I may hire an astrologer to actually find a time for me, especially if I'm starting a totally new project and I want it to be on good footing. So that's a highly specific way to find an auspicious time. And that's based on the astrology of the moment plus my chart and then a bunch of other calculations. That being said, you know, I always like to have something I'm selling that's helpful to my clients. So really, I am all about developing repeatable related offers that are not just launched, but are available all the time and then deciding how to bring attention to those offerings. So it's not always about launching. Sometimes it's about like starting a new process or even hiring someone new. Like there's a lot of different factors, but you could find windows of time that were generally auspicious for doing things like that. Another layer for me to consider is that I live on a farm. So of course, from May to September, there's gardening and watering and harvesting and preserving going on. So my ideal world is to make selling more easy, make launches for longer periods of time. So I'm not pushing and hustling so that I have time to take care of our land and our animals and also just enjoy being outside because I live in a place that's usually cold and the summertime is a really nice time to be outside. So I also take this into consideration when I'm planning. Right now, I would love to, you know, go ahead and start selling the cohort for the Cosmic Business Incubator in September and October now. And actually last year, I purchased something in May that started in October and that felt really good because I got access to some of the content early and I felt super prepared when we started. So I'm thinking about that too as a longer term strategy to be, you know, going ahead and selling things for the fall and then having the summer to enjoy more of my time and being with my friends, being with my family, being in ceremony. So there are techniques that you can use to sort of make more time available for yourself in those windows of time that you want to be outside enjoying yourself. Of course, I also have a team of folks that I work with in my business. So planning is essential to be able to respect them and not be constantly throwing things at them. I kind of hinted at this earlier, but planning is something that it feels like the really grown up thing to do in your business because you want those people to feel empowered in their jobs and be able to easily complete the workload. So there's a mix of like being on my toes and also being planned out enough that everyone around me can support me at the highest level. Another thing I am aspiring to plan another layer in my calendar this year is for creative sprints. So it's like a retreat for my creativity, not for my spiritual life per se. Um, But that would be to work on a specific project that I need a bit of time that's not structured for anything else. And I'm going to start by having a week with this, have a goal of having a week of this, and then maybe a month for next year. So as you can see, planning is fairly intricate in my business, starting with the astrological context, adding on the retreat and the space for rest and focusing on health, layering on the work projects, and then taking context into consideration. And this plan is essential for me to thrive and get as much done as I do. 
And all of it is in that astrological context. All of it is focusing on health and space first before we get into work. And so I want to really underline this that you can build a business that is centering your health, that is centering your unique worldview, you're, you're centering your sacred practices and things like that. You can do that and have a successful business because I'm living proof of that. Um, so if you are interested in getting into the weeds with your particular business, getting my eyes on your chart, getting my eyes on your business, getting some strategy support, the Cosmic Business Incubator, which is going to be starting in May, is going to be the most up-leveled group program and the best price you possibly can have to work with me and get my one-on-one attention. And I am really... My goal is to help a million spirit-led entrepreneurs make more money and impact so we can bankroll the change we want to see in the world. I really want to help our community give $10 million back to charity every year. Um, And that's just our start. And we're talking about like really shifting the game from the ground up and not waiting for governments and waiting for companies, corporations to take the lead. Like It's about small business owners making bank and giving back. So I hope if you're on that journey with me, we'll be talking about that more here on the podcast always and in my newsletter. If you aren't signed up for that, I send out juicy newsletters every Friday called my Resonance Love Letters. You can also get on that in the show notes. And just appreciating you. Thanks for being here. And we will be back next week with another episode. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Cosmic Business Podcast. We hope it was inspiring for you. Please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and leave a review for us so other spirit-led entrepreneurs can find out about us. I want to thank Team Podcast for production support on this podcast as well as the musicians of the music that we're listening to now, Alexis Georgopoulos and Jeffrey Cantu-Ledesma from an album Fragments of a Season, which you can check out wherever you listen to music. I hope you have a wonderful day and I look forward to connecting with you on a future episode.